here's a story from the world. One of the reasons King is held in such high esteem is because his activism and his words continue to inspire people the world over. I think about him often in terms of the power and intention of his words. That's Shungudzo, a Zimbabwean-American musician and activist. And I also think about how and if there will ever be another Martin Luther King Jr., you know, like how we live in a world now in which everyone can kind of share their opinions all day, every day. And in so many ways, that's really beautiful. But, you know, back in the day, when you got a speech, <laughs> you had to tune in for it. And you only got one every once in a while. And I feel like because of that, people really hung on to those words and really received those words and really planned in order to hear those words. And I hope that at some point in our lives, we can go back to words holding that much power and, and have a leader such as Martin Luther King Jr. Shunguzo, or Shun for short, is a fighter. She's fought for her rights, first growing up in Zimbabwe and then in the U.S. when she moved here with her family. She's battled against racism. On her latest single, To Be Me, Shun tackles sexism head-on. I want to walk through an alley at night without making a knife with a key Like oh my God, it's safe Music is one of the many outlets Shunguzo has pursued. Ten years ago, she starred on MTV's reality show, The Real World San Diego. Back then, she went by her first name, Alexandra, or Alex. Before her stint on MTV, she was studying civil engineering at Stanford University at the ripe old age of 15. And back when Shunguzo lived in Zimbabwe, she was an accomplished ballerina and gymnast. That's where she picks up her story. When I was a kid, I was the first woman of color to compete for Zimbabwe on the national artistic gymnastics team, which was an amazing accomplishment, one that I wouldn't have achieved without my mother. She actually trained me at home using tree branches as bars and tape on the ground as a balance beam because I wasn't allowed to go to gyms because of the color of my skin. Um, So to go from that to being on the national team was a great accomplishment, and I'm grateful to have done my small part to open doors for other athletes of color in my country. I sense a certain uh, humbleness on your part, so I won't pressure you on any of those (laughs) other accomplishments. Um, uh, From what I understand, though, uh, it it wasn't easy with various pressures in the background um, as you were doing what you were doing. You left Zimbabwe when you were 10 and moved with your family to California. What was that transition like? It was really odd because in my mind, I had built America up to be essentially only what you see of it in the dreamiest movies, right? Beaches and attractive people and hippies holding hands and everybody free. And it was a a slap in the face almost in terms of landing here and realizing that in reality, although America had projected this image of perfection to other parts of the world, so much is wrong here, you know. In a way, I thought that moving here, I would leave racism behind. (laughs) But it exists here too, as do so many other forms of oppression. I'm wondering what kind of music you listened to when you were a kid in Zimbabwe that you brought with you, like anything that maybe served as an antidote to some of the shock you experienced when you and your family arrived. You know what? I actually didn't have a lot of access to music as a kid. Zimbabwe was ruled by a dictatorship for a long time and in many ways still is ruled by a dictatorship Mm. or an arm of that dictatorship. So I really only was exposed to traditional Zimbabwean music and the squeakiest, cleanest (laughs) (laughs) international songs. (laughs) 
so actually moving here was like opening up this door to all of this music I had never heard before. And it's, it sounds wild, but it had never occurred to me that I could fill empty space with music playing on a digital device until, you know, my late teenage years when I discovered Bjork and Radiohead, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, all of that amazing music from the Vietnam era, a time when music about politics was actually on pop radio. I mean, perhaps then it's not that surprising that you don't just identify as a musician, but also as an activist. Um, you've already touched on one topic that you really kind of talk about a lot, racism. Uh, you mentioned not being able to join some gyms in Zimbabwe because of the color of your skin. Mm -hmm. Describe, if you would, the racism in Zimbabwe and what you found in America. And what's the difference? Being mixed in Zimbabwe was interesting because I was neither fully accepted by a lot of Zimbabwean people, Black Zimbabwean people, and also not accepted by white Zimbabwean people or descendants of British colonialists. So at school, where I was one of the lightest skinned people, I would be bullied for being, in quotation marks, white. Whereas when I would attempt to do things like gymnastics, I wouldn't even be allowed into the buildings for being Black. <laughs> so it was sort of like this, I was in this sort of in-between, not really knowing where I fit in. And when I moved here, I was bullied and experienced racism solely for being Black. So that was an interesting jump. Like nobody in America has bullied me for being white. <laughs> here, I'm just Black. Incredible. Yeah. I woke up feeling great The birds are in the trees They're singing me a melody it's a good day to fight the system. That's a song you wrote last year in the aftermath of George Floyd's killing and the Black Lives Matter protests that took place around the country, around the world, really. Is music your outlet for activism now? Yeah, I think music is a bit... It's not really music for me. I don't, I don't feel this undeniable need to make music other than selfishly because I like it. What I do feel is an urgency and a desire to use my words to say things that make some sort of difference, even if it's a small one. And um, even as a kid, throughout everything that I was experiencing, I always found words as a great way of describing what I had been going through and healing from it. And I initially wanted to be a poet, and that just sort of turned into music. So now at this stage in my life, I'm using music to get my words out there. But any point in my life, I find a more powerful way to use words, I would do that. You know, like I would, I would give up the self satisfaction I get from music in order to do something better for other people. I mean, you found a space to do everything you want right now, it seems. Yeah. Wow. Thanks That's for pretty cool. it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving your sounds. Zimbabwean American singer and activist Shungudzo. Shun, thank you very much. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
Next.